0: Welcome to Why Is It Important? I'm your host, David Smith. This episode is sponsored by Quickspace, a SaaS-based interaction and data visualization tool. Quickspace shows the links between you, your associated organization, and all the related files, messages, notes, events, tasks, and shared workspaces. Individuals can tailor their visualizations to meet their own objectives Workflows and goals. Quick space. See what you want, how you want it. Today's session is going to be a little bit ad hoc. We're going to talk about the Fed, COVID, and how we're all kind of a little bit just catching up. I think, you know, especially from COVID, we're all kind of suffering in different ways. We've had our lives disrupted. We've had our families disrupted. Um, work environments, work processes have changed for those people who have children. Education processes have changed. And it's not always for the better. You know, that come March of 2019 or 2020, rather, you know, we saw tremendous upheaval. Uh, offices were closed. We were forced to go remote. Um, Millions and millions of people lost their jobs. And it was just a very, very insecure time. You know, we had no idea when things were going to open up. And then, you know, businesses uh, started to adapt. Uh, They enabled people to work from home. We started using things like Zoom that made it, Possible for us to communicate with our coworkers and still still feel like we're in touch, but there's a lot of kind of consequential effects from that, you know. And let's call it kind of the Zoom times, um, you know, for education. People thought you know it might be productive. It was a different way to teach, but we found at this point, as children have gone back into the classrooms, that there's a tremendous deficiency in what they learned during that time and a lot of those students are feeling a little bit misplaced they're feeling like they lost a the connection to their classmates sometimes they had never even met their classmates if they had just changed schools um, they weren't used to the same study practices Every, everything had changed for them and then their their parents of course were dealing with their own issues as it related to work and, and how do I balance my life and how do I have space to work from home? A lot of people had situations where they didn't have space to work from home and have kids at home and being educated at home. So they tended to flee kind of the urban areas and sometimes purchased houses way away from where they originally were, you know, and You know, you can look back and say, you know, some of these might have been rash decisions, but they needed to do it because they needed the, you know, sense of mind that went along with that. They needed the space that went along with that. They needed affordability. Um, All those things the suburbs offered for them. And they weren't always thinking about, when am I going to return to the office? Now, of course, you know, the tide has turned. A lot of companies, at least, want people back in the office. You know, three days a week, sometimes five days a week. Um, it kind of varies based on the organization, and it based on you know, it's also kind of based on what somebody's role in the organization organization was. That I don't think it's any secret that it's hard to be innovative over a Zoom call. You just don't have the same energy as when it's in person. You just don't have the same feel for the situation. <clears throat> There's a lot of things that when you're meeting somebody in person that stand out more, body language, you're able to kind of break out and have discussions with somebody over coffee. Those things were just very, very hard to do. So it, it, it just changed our perspective. And as if we didn't have enough to worry about, now we have, you know, Ukraine war, we have inflation, whether it results from the Ukraine war or something else is hard to know, but you have this financial upheaval. Things were looking so good for so long, you know, during the time of the pandemic, uh, at least your finances became stable and were growing. Now, you know, with the Fed tightening its policy, increasing um interest rates, you know, with the goal of decreasing employment, um, kind of setting an uneasy world for this post-COVID transition, that we had the uncertainties from being in COVID, now we have the uncertainties of kind of what does our financial future look like What does our work environment look like? And the leverage that employees gained from COVID potentially is going to be eroded by the Fed's actions. You know, the Fed is, in essence, the Fed's actions want to make you poor. So the money that you have invested becomes less. The money that you take home from your job, the intent is becomes less. And the scarcity of jobs should increase. And supposedly, this will bring down inflation and make things more affordable. The problem is, part of the gains that were made was increase in hourly wages. And as a result of increase in hourly wages is increase in costs of goods. So the the leverage that people had gained in essence, are trying to be eroded. And I think this is where, you know, there's there's a little bit of a mixed message going around these days because the Fed wants less employment, um, scarcer jobs, and the political environment wants more jobs and higher wages. You know, those are kind of in conflict. And, you know, ultimately, it's going to be interesting, of interest, to see where that plays out at. You know, I think it's ultimately a dangerous game that if we truly believe in the efficiency of business and the efficiency of our system and political environment that we live in, I think you maybe needed to be a little bit more patient with policies, that since wages increased, you would hope that productivity would increase along with that. But there's a lag to productivity. Things don't happen immediately. And that's part of the reason that you know companies and industries need capital and need affordable capital, especially at that time, because they need to invest in making their business and their process more productive so that they can, in essence, support those higher wages you know, and that's, like I say, part of the gains that should have been made that were kind of purposely eroding. And I think that's unfortunate. I think that, you know, the gains that employees made, as far as being able to control their future, being able to have a little bit more control over, you know, how much they get paid, and the kind of company that they want to work for, were really good gains. And I think that's important. I think, employee satisfaction is always important and, you know, the welfare of people in general, you know, and, and we, you know, we tend to, you know, avoid the discussion about how does my prosperity or my good fortune impact the misfortune of somebody else. And we need to be cognizant of that. And we need to be aware that, you know, society as a whole and and we as, you know, entrepreneurs and businesses need to support people in general, you know, and how does that happen? I mean, typically that's through advancements in technology. That's the reason we need to be more innovative, especially at this time. This is the time for innovation. This is the time to be creative. This is the time to disrupt Industries and disrupt market segments and make them more efficient. And that needs to be a concerted effort. It has to be a cognitive process of how we get there and how we look at old ways of doing things and realize that we have the opportunity to change it. We have the opportunity to mold our world to be what we want it to be. We have the opportunity to create this environment that is good for everybody, good for companies, good for workers, good for the environment, good for the planet Earth. And that's the direction we need to move in. I don't know that we're moving there. I think it's hard, you know, with the actions of the Fed. I think it creates a lot of uncertainty. You know, I think people have seen their investments plummet, depending what company you work for. Um, For example, people at Facebook have probably seen their investments in the company cut in half. You know, do I think that's going to, pan out in the long run that they're going to stay at half? No. I think Facebook will find its new path. And I think we should have faith in that. On the flip side, you know, companies like Zoom that flew to really high peaks and have now somewhat plummeted, are those coming back? It's hard to say, I think. I don't don't know that they were serving the purpose that ultimately they needed to serve. You know, I mean, they served a niche need at the time, which is allowing us to communicate in a very somewhat frictionless way. But they don't fill the long-term need, that we need better interaction than that. We need more robust interactions than that. I think we just have to sit back and take it somewhat one day at a time, right? I think that so many of us are feeling uneasy about these situations. And like I say, it's not easy to see your investments plummet. It's not easy to see your job prospects diminish. It's not easy to witness your children that have fallen behind in education. But I think we're going to have to buckle up and it's going to be a wild ride. And have faith that in the end, we'll get through just fine. But it's going to be a ride getting there, I think. So that has been our topic for today. Thank you for listening to Why Is It Important? I'm your host, David Smith.